pay attention. We're gonna teach you something real special. Real special today. This is two coins. Two coins. Two coins. My boy Wally. Wally. Then Ronnie. Ronnie. Wherever you're at, we're at. Showing two sides of the same coin. Let me know what y'all think. Two coins. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter today. Yo, yo, yo. What's good? Welcome back to the Two Coin Podcast. It's your boy Ronnie. And I am Waleed, the other side of the coin. Today's episode is brought to you by Kraft Mac and Cheese, because that's what I'm munching on as we're recording. So, just to let y'all know. Hey, make sure y'all get yourself a bottle of kombucha, too. Kombucha? That <laughs> hey, that's what I'm drinking right now, fool. Hey, hey, bro, that stuff is slept on. Even though it tastes like vinegar, uh, it gives you that energy. So, it's like it's like coffee, but without the caffeine. Oh, big facts, bro. Like Honestly, I've been drinking this shit straight every day now. At least for like two months. And I just feel better throughout the day. You know what I mean? I feel it. My sister been trying to put me on, but I'm like, that should just taste like ass. So you got to get like immune and, to the taste and just develop a tolerance for it before you really can really, you know, start drinking it this regularly. The one thing I, this is the one thing I'll say, bro. I actually like the taste of it. Yeah? I don't know if that's weird, in, if that's weird or not. That is very I'm fucking weird. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm like that one guy that actually likes the taste <laughs> of this shit. But, hey, you're going to need that energy because, you know, we've been on a long hiatus. We've been hibernating again for, like, the 50th time, and now we're back. And as well, we I feel al- like people are tired of, <laughs> tired of us saying this shit. I mean, as we always say, man, a lot has happened since we last recorded, right? In fact, man, too much has happened since, since uh, we last recorded, bro. Yep, and like, we could just get right into for, it for, like, with, with, with the major, major news that's that's been going on. Obviously, uh... We've been recording since since you. May, and like we've had a lot of heavy episodes, especially with the whole uh, Black Lives Matter movement going on and gaining heavy traction, and gaining heavy criticism exactly. from racists as well. So, I mean, in the midst of it all, you have this um, entire Breonna case, uh, Breonna Taylor case. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Um, rest in peace. Yeah, you want to real get- quick. First and foremost, uh, sorry to everybody in her family that having to deal with all the bullshit that's going on right now. Sorry to her family that they didn't get justice for her. Matter of fact, sorry to her as well, you know what I mean, that this country failed her. Yeah, but it's like, how many times are we going to keep saying sorry? Facts, man. We had to say the same thing for Ahmed. I mean, Ahmed, Ahmad. Yep. I had to say the same thing for, uh, damn, what was bro's name? George Floyd. Uh, George Floyd. What was the, uh, there was, there's somebody else on my head. Uh, Jacob on my Blake. Mind that I'm, Jacob Blake, yo. You, you, see, so you, you just, know what's fucked like, up? Fat, like, that right there. Let me just stop you right there. It's fucked that? up that you got to like jog your memory because the names come so frequently that you just forget them in your head. You know what I mean? It's like there's so many names <laughs> fu- that just come out like every time. And it's just like at one point, And that's the whole thing with this, this entire case. And, you know, um, the grand jury coming to the decision not to charge the officers with any, you know, murder charges and. The fact of the matter is, like, I was so prepared for that outcome. Like, it was, it was what I was expecting, right? And it's, like, me and, like, many others have just become desensitized to the fact that this shit is just... Regular? It's regular, man. It's, like, business as usual. And it's, like, in a week, everybody's going to forget about it. And it's just, like, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a fucked up cycle, but... I mean, I don't think anybody was surprised with the outcome because everybody was expecting that. And that's that's very sad. And it's crazy, man, because it's like, I, I know a lot of people called it, especially after um, Louisville, like, then the city started boarding up a bunch of stuff before the actual decision was made. So that kind of, it was kind of like a um, foreshadowing of what eventually took place. 
I read somewhere. Sense, I like, read somewhere that they they called in the national guard, like an hour before uh, Daniel Kuhn Cameron went up and made his announcement. So I mean, they were already preparing for you know the reaction of the general public. So that means they already knew that their decision was wrong and it was fucked up, right? Yeah, I mean, no, no, okay. Maybe they knew the decision, but do you even think that they knew it was fucked up? They probably thought they were doing exactly what they needed to do. That's just, that's the most sinister shit ever, bro. Like, it's so bad. It's like, from the beginning, and I said this, I said this too, like, from the beginning, this guy had no intention, zero intention of charging any of those officers. He, like, I knew he was going to do whatever it took and find any fucking loophole that he could to avoid charging him. And then come up with some bullshit excuse. Like, he was up there on the press conference talking about, like, I'm a black man. You know, uh, it's very sad. He was, like, fake choking up and fake getting emotional. And it's just, like, at the end of the day, I knew what it was because it was business as usual. And it was all set up from the beginning to happen exactly how it happened. Especially because he was uh, speaking at the Republican National Convention, like, two or three weeks before and vouching for Trump. And... Like, that kind of set the stage for everything. As soon as I saw that, I knew. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, he's not going to charge any of these officers. I mean, bro, he's pandering to who he feels is going to help him hold office while also just literally selling out his own people, selling out his own community. You know what I mean? He's a fucking... But, he's a Mitch McConnell puppet. You know how in the uh, hey, Get Out movie, they have the whole, um, uh, you're the black body that I use for whatever, whatever? Yeah. That's, that's uh, Mitch McConnell... And Daniel Cameron, he's using him to get across whatever agenda and whatever racist outcome that he wants to get. And he's using it through him, a face that's black that he can present to the public that he thinks everybody will be like, oh, it's cool because he's black. But it's like, nah, bro, he don't belong to us. He belong to y'all. Bro, did you hear that he's actually like, I don't know if it's engaged or if he's already, if he's with or married, but to Mitch McConnell's like niece or daughter. I mean, I didn't fact check that. I know he's he's married to some white lady, but I didn't really check who it was. I've I've seen like a couple reports everywhere that have said it was fake, but I don't know for sure. So, if if that's true, that's just fucking sad. Like yeah, yeah. No, nah, honestly, I I didn't even fact check that right now. I was trying to look it up right now. I couldn't even see. I just I wouldn't be surprised. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise. But, nothing surprises me anymore, bro. Like we've just become so desensitized to all the bullshit that there there can be any headline that can just come out right now of whatever is happening, and we just would just go about it like, oh, shit, okay, business as usual. Um, bro, I think, like, the saddest part about this whole, like, situation, I know a lot of people have talked about it, is the fact that old boy, like, uh, fucking old boy really only got charged for the shots he missed. Like, when you break that aspect down, yep. like, that's that's beyond, that's, that's beyond fucked up, bro. That's just, like, inhumane. I mean, all this shit's inhumane, man, like... But the- and the crazy thing is, is like, no, nah, um, the crazy thing is with this whole um, people trying to defend the cops and defend against uh, Black Lives Matter and talk all this shit about it is that, I don't know, man, white folks feel like their, what do you call, their freedoms or their grasp or their hold is like dwindling down when in reality it's like people are just trying to level the playing field. It's like, yeah, bro, y'all, y'all have had a handicap for how many years? And then now that we taking that handicapped away and putting making sure everybody's on a level playing field, now it's a problem. I mean, they're not they're not willing to let go of their spot at the top of the food chain, right? So, I mean, there's 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 so many layers to this story, and there's so much to peel back about it. But it's just like 
what gets me the most and going back to it, like what I was saying earlier, is the fact that as soon as the story came out, like you just knew they had no intention of charging. Like, like I knew from like February or March or whenever the story came out that, oh, these niggas are going to get off scot-free. They're not going to get a single charge and they're still going to be working for the police department. The fact that we almost expect that as a result is just so fucked up. It's mind blowing, bro. And the crazy thing, uh, the crazy thing is, man, let any of these people that have died, any of these black folks that have died, let that be a white person on the other end of that gun, and these char- all these officers would be in jail right now. Oh yeah, without question. Because America, America, America would be throwing a fit if they if somebody ended up uh, killing a little white twenty six year old girl. And it's funny too; these same people that are finding loopholes and excuses for why these officers are quote unquote innocent or. Um, didn't do anything wrong or whatever are the same people that scream law and order and you know trump's gonna restore law and order and anarchists and blah blah exactly. blah. it's just like bro like if if you're helping to excuse a crime right in front of everybody's eyes how can you turn around and then scream law and order makes no sense makes no sense whatsoever and i remember kd mentioning this too when when like we had him on an episode he was like man the republican party is just the party of racists and like every day just becoming yeah. more and more evident like it's like i don't really line up with like the democrat parties like uh <sighs> let me try lightly here i don't really line up with their fundamentals um and i don't trust any political party to be completely honest with you but the fact yes. that the republican party like over the past four years has become so blatantly racist and so blatantly anti-black is just mind-blowing bro like you have no choice but to support the other side Hey, let me let me build off that because you actually brought a good point about like the Democratic Party's like ideals and you know what I mean. This is me coming from a personal perspective, along with how I've seen like a lot of my people and a lot of foreigners in general. Tell me that. Tell me if you agree with this. There's a huge difference between conservatism in general versus conservatism in America. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Because a lot of for- a lot of foreigners, a lot of foreign families, naturally, bro, we got conservative ideals conservative like um lifestyles in a sense every like a lot of foreigners are just conservative by nature you know what i mean very family oriented very culturally oriented but it's like it's almost in a sense of we have to be supporting this democratic side in america because the like you said the american republicans are so fucking racist and so like left i mean so right-wing and like extreme on like a lot of their beliefs and especially since, like, Trump came into office, bro, like, I'm just seeing it left and right, even through my day-to-day, people are just becoming bold. Shit's a disease, bro. And you can just look at it in very, very simple fucking terms, right? Like, what is the definition of a conservative? It's somebody that holds on to traditional attitudes, traditional values. Basically, you're, you're just clinging exactly. on tra- tradition, right? So Tradition, yeah. Every American hard-nosed conservative I know is a fucking racist. Yeah. 100% of that, that that's a fact and so if you look at it if, if if you're conservative and you're racist as an american that means the tradition of america has been racism from the jump and we just haven't like go exactly of that. so you can just all tie it back into the definition of conservative as it stands yeah because hey, the thing is is like in america their idea of conservatism like you said holding traditional values is what was the traditional values that american was built on uh raping civil killing, rights, the civ- uh pillaging uh destroying villages and colonizing all that yep that, that that's you know the tradition mean? and I, I i'll even go as far to say that's the tradition for every european like culture that in the past how many centuries 
everywhere they go, their tradition is based off of taking over somebody else's land, taking over other people's cultures, trying to just, you know what I mean? Trying to push their way into other people's business. And the fact that, yeah, man, like, I mean, like we just said it, bro. Like, I don't know. Conservatism in America is totally different, at least with the values that they hold to me than people that are conservative just anywhere else, bro. Yeah, it's because our values the, are shit. You know? And and you know what the sad you know what the sad thing is, bro, is like we've seen with Germany, right? Germany had the entire fucked up situation with how, you know what I mean, the, the persecution of the Jews killing damn near a, a good chunk of their even population. But what did Germany do? They came back and they act like they tried to make amends, whatever means that was. It's it's not excusing it, but they actually acknowledged it. You know what I mean? They paid reparations. And on top of that, do you see it? They paid. They paid reparations. Paid reparations. They took down all any. Nazi monuments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but not to cut you off. Go ahead. Why? No, no, no. Like you said, they took all that off. Why the fuck are people still allowed to hang? Uh, what do you call Confederate flags? And why do we still have Confederate generals, general statues when the entire Civil War was literally fought off of the off the idea of keeping slavery? We're fighting to answer that question. You know what I mean? These protests on the streets that are happening since fucking May of 2020. It's going on five months now. These protests are, are, are like an effort to answer those very same questions because none of it makes sense, bro. None of it makes sense. And it's like, and then especially like when you think of uh, athletes like uh, old boy Kobe Covington, he is literally the pick, like the stereotypical what you would expect a Trump supporter to be and using his fuel to give way for other people to have similar beliefs as him. As when I say beliefs, I'm talking about racist beliefs because the way that that dude came came across after that fight, it was almost in a sense of like, bro, you just trying to, you just really just trying to trash other people that are doing good. I like mean, all this shit you want to say about LeBron, bro. How many schools did you open? Right. How many kids have you helped to put through college? Zero, zero. All he did was star in a viral video that went around social media of him winning that bitch ass title, and then Trump calling him and him licking his boot. But he was trying to do the same exact act like last summer when fucking Kumaru. Uh, the Nigerian MMA Usman fighter fucked him up, broke bro. his jaw. So he was doing the same. He was actually even more outlandish than what he's been doing recently. Like he was more out there. He was more brash. That's- and I don't know if people know this, but like when he fought Kumaru Usman, like on his like walkout intro, he bought Candace Owens out. Like she was literally accompanying him on his walkout to the ring. Damn, I I, I did not remember that. Bro, you can look it up right now. Look up Colby Covington, Candace Owens, uh, fight. And it'll be there. And just, it's just the fact that that type of shit is normalized, that it's political when it's just blatant, open racism is just crazy. And you know what the wild thing is, is people like him can speak, right? And everyone's going to be like, yes, this is how we need our athletes to be. But let somebody be on the other end, supporting the other side, supporting their own people. Now it's shut up and dribble. Now it's you just an athlete. What are you doing? You know what I mean? If you're not lining up to the white ideology, all of a sudden it's just shut up. We don't want to hear from you. Yeah, and it's like the reaction to the other side of it be so strong too. Like shut up and dribble. Like you might as well just call him a nigger. Like, what are we? What Literally. are we saying right now? Shut up and dribble means what exactly? I mean, <laughs> like, it means exact. It means exactly that. Like who the fuck are it means you? Means that we don't we don't value who you are. We don't value or care about anything. We just want you to play basketball. We just want you to play football and make us money and then shut up. We don't care about your opinions unless your opinions align with us. That's just just crazy, man. Everybody should... And that's why, like... Everybody should just shut up and vote. Everybody should just shut up and vote. 
Not for real. Bro, and that, like, that's another thing that I'm actually, um, I keep forgetting bro's name. He's like, uh, he a high school recruit that's actually going to a HBCU to play a basketball. He actually like a top five player. That's something that I'm actually excited to see is more of these up and coming athletes saying, fuck Duke, fuck Kentucky, fuck Oregon, all these top schools and whatnot. I'm about to go to HBCUs and put, you know what I mean? Put them on the map. Let's see where the money goes then. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about, but I can't like recall his name just off the top of my head like that. But nah, I feel it, man. It's just black empowerment, man. You know, you know that shit be pissing them off. Like anytime, oh, it is, oh, anytime, like they sign up for like an HBCU and they be proud about it. They're like, oh man, why are why aren't there any historical white colleges and universities, <laughs> bro? Cause he, and, and that's the thing. Every time people want to talk about white equality or oh why uh, why can't white people gather together? Yes, you guys had that power, and look what you did. Whenever white has been. Like when you when you've had white pride, it's been slavery, it's been the KKK, it's been all this bullshit. See, I, at this point, y'all have and and this is not, not even just in America, bro. Like think about all the colonizations. Every time white people get together, some other race is getting fucked over. So that's why, that's why you know what I mean a historically white college. That's every other college in America. That's Yale. That's uh, Harvard. You know what I mean? That's all these Ivy Leagues. There's your historically white college, bro. <laughs> Facts. Like you, you know what I mean. All these, all, all these colleges that are ninety percent white. There's your historically white bro, college, hey, bro. Hey, not to go off topic here, but I saw a tweet the other day that was like, "Hey, man, what if I just start calling Harvard UMass Cambridge?" UMass Cambridge. Yeah, like University of Massachusetts Cambridge, just like how they go UC San Diego, oh, okay. University of Cal. You know, you know what I mean. <laughs> what if they just started calling Harvard that? Would anybody bat an eye? I'm like, you know what? Let's just fucking do it. Let's just all collectively start calling Harvard, UMass, UMass, uh, whatever I just said, Cambridge, <laughs> Cambridge, <yeah. laughs> UMass, Cambridge. Hey, that's hella funny, bro. That just sound hella. That's not like a mouthful. Pause. I'm gonna start calling. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling Stanford, uh, University of California, Palo Alto, UCPA. UC. Hey, bro. I'm not gonna lie. That actually kind of sound fire. Yeah. UCPA. You know, just fucking like they've been University of this- California Police Academy. Yeah, they've been shoving this bullshit down our throats all our lives. Like, bro, what makes Harvard and Stanford so great? And what makes them any different from any other fucking university that anybody can graduate from? You know? Shit, they, they got a track record. Yeah, fuck fuck your track first. record, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, nah. I mean, bro, and that gets you thinking. Like, imagine opening up a college and it's like, you have the greatest teachers there. You got the greatest curriculum, but... You're only a year old, so everyone's just looking at you like, man, ain't nobody trying to go to your bum-ass college. <laughs> UMass Cambridge? Nah, <laughs> like, hell no. I'm not going there. But not not to get off topic, man. though. Like, uh, I, I said everybody should shut up and vote, right? Are you are you going to shut up and vote, or are you going to complain uh, when election comes around, if and when Trump wins again? Oh, no, I'm about to, I'm, I'm about to vote. I'm not going to shut up. Yeah. I'm definitely going to vote. And I'm gonna bitch about if Trump ends up winning. If you would have, if you would, if you would have talked to me pre-Corona, I'd have been like, "Nah, fuck voting. I'm not voting." Oh, big facts, bro. It's just this Corona just not even a lot of uh like, bro. The Corona's like the Corona's like in the back of our minds now. That's like secondary to everything else that's going on. So it's almost like a moral obligation that you gotta vote. Hey, speaking of the Corona, we got a Karen report. Just last month, I was uh, I was talking to this old girl that worked at the SF airport, and you know, little uh, old white lady was not trying to wear her mask. Everybody was in there telling her, "Yo, you need to wear your mask. Get it." Like the security and all came through. Right when the cops pulled up, 
Lil' Karen over here started bitching at the cops saying, you're only doing this to me because I'm white. Which, first of all, pause. Ain't nobody doing shit to you because you're white. You know what I mean? Right. Like, let's just stop but anyways, right there. So, <laughs> so this Karen proceeds to go ahead and spit on the officer. So this officer, like a G he is, slaps this lady with six charges and upgrades all six of them to federal charges. Oh, shit. Because it happened on federal property. At an so it was airport like is federal considered federal, federal property, right? It's, yeah, federal property. Okay. So uh, she, she got charged with federal trespassing, federal obstruction of justice, federal assault on the officer, federal... Um, and there's like three other charges. I, I just... Uh, I keep forgetting. Uh, it's off the top of my head, whatever. But they're all federal. But um, yeah, man. All federal. So this this lady is... Lit- this Karen is looking at almost... At, at a bare minimum, like three or four years in the pen. Just because she ain't want to wear oh, a mask. She, she's for sure doing a bit. <laughs> like, like, why are you so stupid? Like, it- <laughs> like what the fuck? Like, what makes you think you're immune to that? Like, I get it. Like, your, your mayonnaise privilege makes you think that you are just fucking Teflon. But you can't just spit on a cop hey. in public. Like <laughs> Mayonnaise privilege, bro. That's what, that's what it's called now. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking with it, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm rocking with that. Mayonnaise privilege. That's hella funny. <laughs> that, is, that is hilarious. She should have recorded that shit. Bro, you feel me? Like, that would have been... I mean, then again, I think also because it's a, a crime on a federal property, her being a supervisor, I don't think she was allowed to do stuff like that. And on top of that, you got to think, at an airport, think about how many issues she probably goes through a day. Oh, yeah. She probably... like Her, her, her whole shift is just dealing with bullshit. And that's what you get when you work with TSA. You ever notice how TSA <laughs> agents just be fucking angry all the time? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Every time, like, you even try to walk up, you be happy as hell. Hey, how you doing, sir? Little do we know, like, three people ago, they just dealt with somebody. Yeah. <laughs> That's hella funny, man. It's like, how are you that mad before you hop on the plane? Yeah. Like, how are you that pissed before you hop on the plane to where you got to spit on a cop? Bro, I just I, I just don't get it. It's a mask. Just wear the goddamn mask, It's literally bro. a piece of fucking cloth. Like, shut, shut up and just wear it. Shut up and, and wear the mask. Go, look, <laughs> <laughs> bro, and this this literally goes back to the whole, um, you know what I mean? White folks trying to compare the word Karen to the N-word. Them trying to compare wearing a mask to slavery. It's just like, bro, these comparisons make no sense logically in anybody's head but their own. You know what I mean? Wait, wait they, were compa- like, they were comparing Karen to the N-word? <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. I've seen a couple <laughs> videos of like... Of, like, white moms getting mad because somebody's like, okay, Karen. And she's like, don't be calling me Karen. That's like me calling you the N-word. How would you like that? I'm like, bro. That's shut fucking up. hilarious. Shut up with your non-ever dealing with some bullshit ass. That's so funny. We're just going to keep that running joke going. <laughs> what, the uh, the mayonnaise privilege? No, no, the, the, the Karen. Just because we know it pisses them uh, off. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm actually thinking about getting me a Karen snapback. You know what I mean? <laughs> with a big, with a big middle finger on the front. Get you a Karen dad hat. Let's just walk, walk around the richest neighborhood with it. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I feel like I feel like if I made that, people would buy it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but not a hey, for real though. Who, who do you think is gonna win the election this year? Like honestly, like I'm a cynic. So if you ask me, I'm gonna just be like, I think I'm, I'm preparing for a Trump victory. I'm preparing for the worst. Do you want my honest opinion, like my gut feeling? Yeah. I, I do I do feel like Trump's going to get reelected, mainly because you got to understand, like, yes, one, we're in California, so 
it's one of those like, hey, man, do you hate Trump? Yeah, me too. Cool. We're friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's damn near a huge, huge portion of this of this state. Yep. But then you got to think about all the other con- uh, all, all the other countries, <laughs> all the other states. <laughs> and I, re- I mean, I really, uh, yeah, I really do think he's going to end up winning again just off of the fact that, yeah, he's already the president and enough racist hate Biden as it is, you know what I mean, from Obama's whole term and past issues. And I'm not saying Biden's just a fucking saint because by no means he isn't, but they'd much rather keep what they have going than, you know what I mean? Bring in the Democrats. That's that's really what it is. I think that's so I crazy. Think, I think the yeah. Did you? I mean, okay. I mean, so we're recording this. What's the date right now? Sunday, September twenty seventh, right? So one of the biggest headlines that came out today is Trump's tax returns. Like apparently, the New York Times got a hold of them, and basically the result of what they observed was what we've been all been thinking for the past ten years is that this nigga's a crook and he's been. Um, avoiding uh, getting hit with taxes for like the majority of his career. So he's been conning his way into like tax breaks and shit like that. And so he's kind of like a fraud millionaire. That's basically like the gist Bro, of what's... That's, that's the gist that of what shit, the New York shit, Times that reported. That so out of pocket. Yeah. He's literally a con man. And that's why I tell people like, don't be fooled by his press conferences. Don't be fooled by the shit he says when he's front of, in front of a camera because he's literally a reality TV star. So... He's a lot smarter than what we give him credit for. I say that um, to say that, you know, he's a con artist and he's a crook. So he knows exactly what his base wants to hear from him and the tone that they want him to speak it with. You know what I mean? So he'll put on a front yeah. and an act whenever he's given like a press conference in the, in the White House lawn or in the Oval Office or whatever. He'll sound stupid. And like you'll be looking at your TV like, what the fuck is this brain dead idiot even talking about? Right. But it's all he's all doing it on purpose because... He knows exactly what he needs to do to get to where he wants to be. And that's fucking dangerous. Like, he's evil and dangerous and manipulative because he'll act stupid and then we'll excuse it as, as, oh, it's just him being dumb and it's just him being low IQ when it's really not. Like, he's a crook and he's a lifelong crook. His dad was a crook and his dad taught him everything he knows. Yeah, man. I mean, bro, people forget, like, this, this fool was a reality TV star and a billionaire by birth. Before he even, you know what I mean? Before he even decided to get into politics. So you got to think about all the dumb shit he did prior to jumping into politics. People gave him a pass for it because it's like, oh, it's just Trump. You know what I mean? But then, like you said, it becomes dangerous the minute he steps into the political field. And it's just like the fact that he might possibly have the chance to just bury bury all that shit away. You know what I mean? If he gets reelected again. Yeah, dude. And he's been he's been plotting on this for like... The past 30 or 40, like since 82, he's been planning on being president. And he's had his connects in fucking Washington, like Roger Stone and all these other crooks and bandits. And like he's he's been getting like, this is basically something that's been in the works. He's had his like game plan and like his, his cheating technique planned out like 30 years in advance. And it just, we got to do whatever we can collectively to try and get this nigga out of office. Like it's it's really bad what the fuck he's doing, bro. Yeah, man, and it, and bro, and it's crazy, man. Uh, to see like the the strength, or like, man, what's the word? Like, like how deep his uh his ties run to just like the everyday white folk. I know you. I know you saw like the Rock's um IG video where he endorsed Biden and uh Harris. Yep, came out this morning. Going through every single one of those comments, bro. 
literally people talking about yikes um, lost oh, the fan disgrace man that just lets you know like y'all on some real petty shit because if he ended up saying that oh i'm gonna support trump all y'all would have been yeah rock let's go rock 2024 you know what i mean yep and it's like it's these like, people are idiots bro like you think he doesn't already know that you think that him coming out with an endorsement of biden isn't gonna lose him fans that happen to be supporters of trump that means he assessed that situation in his head and just came out with like i don't give a fuck i'm gonna do it anyway fuck these people and that's why we fuck with the rock shout out to the that rock that means he thinks nothing of you just like the rest of us do and you know what's crazy? He's going to make a movie or two or three next year that are all going to come out and all these people are going to watch it. Y'all ain't boycotting The Rock's movies. Yep. So all you fans that's over here talking about, you lost a fan, this and that, y'all going to forget all that the minute you see, oh shit, the new movie's coming out. You know what I mean? Bro, like, I mean, let me take a step back here. Not to even go off topic, but it's like, a lot, like just listening to our conversation so far and a lot of the rhetoric that's been going on around like political topics... It's crazy how much of it is just very combative and very defensive and very fucking angry on both sides. It's like, how do we get to this point, bro? How do we get to this point where everything is just complete anger from everywhere? Well, I mean, I could say from minorities' perspective, it's okay. We angry for the fact that, you know what I mean? Been fighting for the rights, been fighting been trying to level the playing field this whole time. Yeah. The other side is angry that like whites are angry that colors is finally having that power to speak on it. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like black people's anger, minorities' anger is justified in my eyes in the sense it's a struggle that they trying to level the playing field like and that's just the concept that a lot of white folks just don't understand. Yeah, and it's... and I think that's and that's where the anger is coming in from both sides because one side's angry because they're not getting enough. The other side's angry that the that the side that's not getting enough wants to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wants to even things out. So that's where I see both the angers coming in. But what about you? I mean, I think this shit's this type of energy's always been there, right? But it's always been kind of in the past, like pre twenty sixteen. It's been kind of like diplomatic to just not speak about any of this shit. But it was all there, like the racism, the economic disparity, the blah 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 blah. Everything bad Fetch. was always right in front of us, but we just never discussed it because that was a politically correct thing to do. But in comes this buffoon of a president that we have, and he just, like, exacerbates all the bullshit, right? And it just becomes just the melting pot of negative energy, and everybody's so open about it now. That's the thing. Like, people are influenced, whether you love him or hate him, people are influenced by him. So, like, even me, subconsciously, I'm influenced by him just because he's the leader of the country in which I live. So... His his energy when he gives these speeches and these and these uh, addresses is always so angry and combative and divisive and like so if you're against him you have no choice but to take that same type of energy and apply it towards your argument right so I think it's him it's his fault is what I'm trying to say yeah like this this has always been I there mean, but he's just exacerbated it I mean bro and I'm gonna tread lightly with this statement. The one thing that I will thank Trump for is showing me the true colors of his supporters. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it's something that I already knew, but now it's like getting... It, it, they, confirming it for the, they confirming it for us by doing it themselves. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like all these opinions that you had within your households and stuff, you getting bold and starting to talk about this stuff out, outwardly. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, like I seen this... Um, there was this teacher in a Zoom class for... I mean... 
the kids looked like they were probably in like middle school, maybe ninth grade. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this teacher is pretty much telling her students that George Floyd is not a hero. George Floyd uh, shouldn't be talked about. George Floyd is nothing good. So this mom ends up going on the Zoom and cusses the shit out of this <laughs> out of this teacher. And just pretty much just telling her, like, why are you even discussing this in a classroom? Rightfully so. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You had no, like, you got no reason to bring that up. Like, yeah, keep your political statements at home. Like, you know what I mean? Especially for somebody that just got killed by a cop kneeling on his neck for over eight minutes. And you going to s- preach negativity about him to your entire classroom? Come on. Let me man, ask you this. Even... Let me ask you this. Just on that same exact story. Do you know if that teacher got fired or not? I don't Okay. I just uh, I just seen that. We should we, like we, right we should look that up right now just to confirm it. But I only ask that because I know for a fact that I was reading a story on the internet the other day about um some teacher that came into her class every day since they opened back up schools with a mask that read Black Lives Matter, and the school's been asking her to take it down for months now. She refused, and then they fired her, and now it's a big headline. So. If you're firing a teacher for taking that stance and not even bothering anybody, you're just wearing a mask that just says that. And hey, wait, uh, run it back. What did that mask say? Again? It just said Black Lives Matter. That's it. That's it. And she refused to take right. it off, and they fired her over it. So if this same teacher that you're telling me about, that was coming in with her conservative ideology and brainwashing kids, didn't get fired, then it's like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, nah, I, I, I'm trying to see if I can find this real quick. But I'm willing to bet but, uh, money. Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to bet money she didn't get fired. Bro, that energy got to be the same both ways. You're right, like you know. What and I mean? it never is. How are you going to be mad at one side and then not even be, you know what I mean? Not keep that same energy, or at least. And this will we talk about like equality, bro. Like some people, like people that talk bad about BLM and all these people that are dying, they're not going to lose their job. But the minute a teacher wears a BLM mask, like she gets fired. Yep, and it's just they don't even think twice about it either. <laughs> it's, they don't, man, and it's just... It's wild, bro. I don't know, man. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to change the topic. Let's talk about sports because I'm getting heated right now just <laughs> talking about politics yeah, in the state man. of America. <laughs> like, like, I'm getting fired up, I'm over, I'm over here just want to just go on and just the whole ass rant. I mean, we got... We got future podcasts, and when I say future, I mean next week. It ain't going to be yeah, like right. a month later. Yeah. To keep talking about this, because this is definitely going to be something that's going to be a continuous thing that we're going to keep addressing. Nah, man, one day we're just going to wake up and be like, oh, racism ended. (laughs) And that's as sad as it is, bro. I I don't think racism is ending within my lifetime. Nah, I mean, I'm I'm hopeful that it'll end in my future kids lifetime because majority of young people now ain't ain't, ain't with that bullshit. Oh, at all. So that's one of the positive things about it. So. A good segue, Israel out. It's not really even a segue now that I think about it. Israel out of Sanya, the goat. Free Palestine. No, I'm just kidding. What about Israel? No. <laughs> uh, he the new goat outside of John Jones. Yeah, man. I'm just. Uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm treading lightly because you know he's still in the early stages of his career. He has a lot of hype around him, so we'll see, man. Bro, this we'll see, we'll see. This dude's this dude's been in the MMA. In the UFC professionally for two two and a half years now. Yeah, and he's just killing shit. He's wrecking shit. At nine and zero. Oh, yeah. He beat he beat Gaslam, beat Whitaker 
First off, shout out to Gaston for taking those punches and even lasting till the end. That dude got rocked got towards clobbered. the end. Just... Bro, but hey, I'm not going to lie, man. Shout... <laughs> y'all Mexicans got a jaw, bro. <laughs> y'all can really take punches. I give y'all that. <laughs> but um, Backhanded ass compliment. <laughs> nah, bro. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> dude was dude was eating those punches. Yeah, he, like, was, he was. He was. Staying up. He was. Yeah. Like I give props to Gaslam for staying up, man. Like that dude got a lot of respect for me after that fight. Nah, but but Adesanya's a dog. Everyone, bro. bro. And then think about it. He beat Robert Whitaker. He beat um, Anderson Silva. Uh, who was the last dude he fought before um, Costa? Um, Might have been Whitaker actually. Those are all big yeah, names, bro. But you feel me? And then especially watching this whole Costa, uh, you know what I mean? The pre-fights, everything leading to it, all the shit he was talking about at, at Adesanya's last win. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, at least you're going to go five rounds. Nah. I'm <laughs> like, you know what I mean? No, I'm just saying off the strength of, I would hope that you're coming with that energy. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. I like, and on top of that, you a big dude. You saying, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to erase him. I'm about, like, you know what I mean? You was talking all that crap. And you know what the sad thing is, bro? If Adesanya lost last night, the amount of shit the internet would be giving him right now is ridiculous. But I don't see nobody saying nothing about Costa right now. Yeah, it's facts, man. And I don't know. I, I just support him off the fact that he's black. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Shit, if we had an Indian fighter, you already know. <laughs> Your boy would be on that. Soon come, soon come. Oh, bro, we got so many people that you, you, there's no way that you telling me that there ain't there ain't a couple like dogs in the slum somewhere, you know what yeah. I mean? That could keep that could keep up with all these dudes. They just don't got that recognition or they don't got that chance to fucking even fight. They, they, you know what just, I mean? They worried they, about their day to day. They need to be found. You gotta you gotta find them. Like you gotta go hunting for them. They ain't just gonna appear out of nowhere. It's like the same thing, bro. I believe like India got some stars like deep in our uh, deep in the country. You know what I mean? There's no way that this is outside of cricket. This is the most played sport in any in any world because all you need is a ball. Yep. You know what I mean? You don't need nothing else. All you need is a ball. So you telling me that we can't find like ten to fifteen dudes off the street that are just nice it's, out there? Yeah. Nah. Uh, it's like come on. Like this, the effort's got to be put in though. Oh, it is, man. I mean, that's a whole different topic. Our government is just straight fucked, but... Yeah. But, hey... You know, we're not going to yeah, get too much No more going back to government and politics conversations, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> we off that. <laughs> uh, so, damn. But, nah, hey, The real GOAT, though. We're going to skip the NFL talk, bro. Fuck the NFL. I don't care. Because that's going to lead, lead into more <laughs> political talk. So, let's just talk about basketball. Right. Hey, let's talk about the real GOAT. Tenth, tenth finals appearance. LeBron, I mean, are you really surprised? Uh, to be honest, I am, bro. I really, I mean, before Denver got in that 3-1 hole. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Denver, I thought Denver had a chance, bro. They came back 3-1 against the Clippers. They came back 3-1 against the Jazz. I was thinking, and here's the thing, bro. AD misses that three, it's a whole different series. Yep. That's facts. You know what I mean? Because if Denver would have won that AD, game, then they would have gained all the confidence in the world. It would have been 2-1. And the next game, they would have come out hot and won that. And, yeah, it would have been very different. It would have been a different series. And shout out to AD for hitting that. But yeah, my, my only issue with LeBron reaching the finals, right? This coming from a lifelong LeBron fan having to deal with all the bullshit that comes with him losing in the finals. Yeah. It, if the Heat beat the Lakers in the finals, 
it's going to be a two-way sting. One, it's like, oh, LeBron lost to his old team. And it's going to just be another L in the finals that people are going to use in, his, in, in their argument that, oh, he's not the GOAT. But then if he wins, and, if he wins, they already got the excuses lined up that, oh, he didn't play the Clippers. The fix was in. He had an easy road to the finals. The bracket Davis. was easy. Oh, the Corona, so he got more practice time. It doesn't really count. The excuses are already like piling up. So it's a lose-lose situation they for got him. if he wins or if he loses. So I just hope he wins because at the end of the day, numbers don't lie. Facts, man. I mean, bro, if he ends up winning this ring, like everybody that's been hating on him needs to completely just stop because nobody else has won a ring on three different teams. Oh, they won't. They're not going to stop. It's, I mean, <laughs> they're, they're, they're always going to find an excuse to hit on. But let me ask you this, man. You feel like the Lakers are destined to win this year? Yeah. Just off the strength of they're, like, motivated by, you know, the whole situation regarding Kobe, rest in peace. And um, I don't know. I just think they're a better team than the Heat, and they know it. And so they're just going to come at their necks. But now put it this way, bro. Like, I, I, let me ask you this. How many, how, how many games do you think that series is going? Seven. Okay, okay. Seven. Yeah, we're on the same page about that. I, the the, the I Lakers are a better team, but they're not significantly better. You know what I mean? The, the Heat can still hang and give them yeah, a hard time. Yeah, yeah. But my pick is the Lakers. Hey, man, I'm taking the Heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love LeBron. You know what I mean? I've said this since the day he went to LA, the day he chose to sign with the Lakers. Shit broke my heart, man. You could have went to any other team. So just off the strength of me never liking the Lakers, I'm not about to start today. So you know what I mean. <laughs> if he wins that ring, shit, I'll be there, and I'm you know I'm down to congratulate you, bro, as 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 a fan. But you know, I just I ain't never liked the Lakers. And I ain't about to start today. Heat, Heat are too young, man. I don't I don't see them winning that shit. I bro, I just it's, it's something about it's something about Jimmy, bro, and the conversation around Jimmy, win or lose. It's completely changed. Now. Oh yeah, because we know he was right about everything, from everything. Minnesota to Philly, Chicago. He was right about every organization he landed in, and now we're realizing that Miami is the perfect spot for him, and it all makes sense. But when he announced it, we were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Facts. I mean, yeah. I mean, nobody ever thought that it was gonna be on this level. Like we all knew that it was gonna be cool, but what we all predict, like fourth, fifth seed. Yeah, I thought they were gonna make it to the playoffs as like a six, seven seed, honestly. But I would have never guessed that they over here gonna beat the uh, what you call the Bucks in in five, swept the shit out the Pacers. I thought the Pacers were gonna give more of a little fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought that series was gonna go at least five, bare minimum. Yeah, the Pacers didn't and put up a this, fight at all. And the thing with the whole Celtics series, it's like real <laughs> real shit. They could have actually lost in five. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I think the Celtics still have... Give them two more years, and they're going to be taking over the East, I think. Like, I mean, bro, now let me ask you this. That's going to turn into a rivalry, the Heat and Celtics. Oh, again? Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think <laughs> so, man. Those are the two best teams. They match up so nicely, too. Hey, but now, now, now here's a plot twist. You got Giannis, who decides to go to the Heat. Shit. Changes changes a lot of it does i mean the heat have a good chance of getting any free agent just because they're miami so they can get Giannis, they can get bradley beal they can get whoever but man if, if assuming they stay like exactly how they are they just tool up on role players or whatever and the celtics do the same then i don't know man tatum is only developing getting better and jalen brown too like people will be sleeping on jalen brown but he's like 
like underrated as far as like young players go. Big face, but you got to think in two years, Bam's gonna develop, Tyler Hero's gonna develop, Duncan's gonna develop, yeah, Nun's gonna develop. Like they're already grooming Nun to take over Dragic's spot. Basically, and Dragic is still fucking putting up numbers. Yeah, right. And it's wild, bro. Dragic is as old as LeBron. People don't realize that Dragic literally mentored Luka Doncic. Did he really? Like, literally. Like, Luka didn't blow up until he played for the uh, the Slovenian national team. And that was when, uh, oh, and then- Dragic has been captaining that team and has been their undisputed leader for the past decade. And, like... All- While he's been playing yeah, in the U.S.? Yeah, they, they had, like, a whole ESPN story about this. And, like, the whole, like, Slovenian team, like, the younger players, they would all look up to Dragic for advice and, like, how to make it and, like, go to the NBA and shit like that. And so Dragic literally Bro, wait, took so Doncic he- wait, under wait, his wait. wing. So you're saying that Dragic... Was playing in the European League while simultaneously playing in the U.S.? No, no, he was playing for the Slovenian national team, like in the Olympics and like the um, FIBA basketball cup and shit like that during the summertime. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. Because I, w- I was about to say, God damn, bro, in two different leagues. No, no, the no, no, no. This, this was season. summer basketball, international <laughs> shit. Duh. Hey, that's dope, though, man. Dragic's been slept on, you know what I mean? Very underrated. But then again, shit, man, he hasn't been on teams that could get him notoriety. Yeah, like he was that. on the Suns, no but he went, to the, Suns. he went to the school of Steve Nash. He's a Steve Nash prodigy. It's Miami feeding off all of that right now. Yeah, so so Doncic is basically Steve Nash's basketball grandchild. Grandbaby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Steve Nash, bro, this Brooklyn Nets team is actually coming together pretty damn nice. Oh, yeah. I think Karras is going to be a good third option. You got Karras, Dinwiddie, uh, what's his name? Karis, uh, not Karis, what's, uh, Jared, uh, Jared Allen. Yep, Jared Allen. DeAndre, KD, Kyrie, all led by Steve Nash as a coach, like. Yeah, they're gonna be really nice, man. Uh, like, I mean, I just, I, like, I hope KD can come back solid after his, uh, Achilles injury. Hey, if he can come back to 75% of what he was before, nobody in the East has his chance. Oh, hell no, hell no. If if he comes back to half of how he was, they're at least the third or fifth, uh, third or second seed. I think they they finish at number two seed next year. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, hey, I but see now now it comes to the whole. Toronto is a great regular season team, bro. So I could really see Toronto being in that two or three six spot. Facts, I could too. You know, so. And then it all it all depends on what happens with I mean no Giannis ain't leaving this year so obviously the the Bucks are gonna come back. It's gonna be interesting, man. Then it also depends like damn, are we gonna be in a bubble again or is it gonna be? I think no. Nah, by like by the regular. time it starts up again, it's gonna be like back to normal. I hope. <laughs> because hey, because if it's back to the bubble, bro, yo sons gotta yeah they're gonna be got nice a chance to do something special. It's it's all or nothing next year. Like, if we don't do anything next year, then Devin Booker's going to want to leave, and we can't afford to have that happen. Yeah, right? I mean, bro, y'all got y'all literally got the two pieces you need. You got a big man. You got a Shaq-Kobe duo. Obviously, on a lesser degree, but... Yeah, Aiden is set up to be a really good big man, I think. So, they'll be nice together. Y'all just got to let it develop, man. Yeah, for sure. Hey, but Denver, though, man, in the next five years, you think they win in a ring? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're just... The advantage they have is they're already elite and at the top of the Western Conference now, and they have a brighter future than anybody else in the West, I think. Bro, they literally remind me of the Warriors. 
Yep. Not in the way they play, in the way they built that team. Yeah, you know like what I mean? like what they're going through right now is like 2013, 2014, Mark Jackson coached the Warriors. Just literally give them another couple years and they'll be elite. Just like And the crazy thing is, bro, it's not that far fetched for them to make the finals next year. In the past four years, they've already made two conference finals and made it to the second round twice. Yeah, it's really not. And they're only gonna get better. They're gonna you know they're gonna keep the same team. They're just gonna run it back. Malone's gonna come back. And, the and, core is gonna come back, and they're just not even gonna make any changes. Like, what's what's the point? And and you got to think, bro. Every single one of their players, bro, they played together. They got playoff experience together. Yep. They've made it like these past four years since Jamal Murray got drafted. Like, they've been running it back. Like, you know what I mean? The only piece that I can think of that they brought in, at least like a big piece, is uh, Jeremy Grant. You Jeremy know what Grant I mean? and then Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap too. Yeah, 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 I'm tripping. Yeah. But yeah, but like, that was it, man. It's just a little piece here and there that fits into whatever they're doing. Jeremy Grant was a great pickup for them. Sweet, for real. Very underrated pickup. That's like another player they can develop. But no, nah, they have a... I'm a fan of the Nuggets, man. I'm sold. I think they're a really good team. I fuck with them heavy. And I, dude, I'm going to be rooting for them, bro. I think they're going to do really good next year. And the crazy thing is, I mean, it's also going to depend a lot on uh, as far as how deep they're going to go. Does Michael Porter work on his defensive game? Does he get bigger over this offseason? I think I think they're, they're establishing him now as the number three option. And that's that's good, man. Because I mean, I think that that's another thing what held them back early on in the playoffs and even during this year is just that confidence. Yeah. Because they were like they had him on a short leash one because of his injury and two because they just got options out the ass. And boy, if Bol Bol gets in the gym, oh, hey, bro. NBA get ready, it's over. We almost forget you, that they actually You forget have about Bull Bull, who's arguably the best pick out of this draft. You just need him to get healthy. <laughs> Bro. And you tell me he's going to be right there with Jokic? Dude, they, like, Malone put him in for, like, five minutes, like, against the Lakers. I forgot what game it was. But I'm like, bro, this kid is going to be ridiculous because he can shoot. His wingspan, like, literally covers the entirety of half court. And he's quick. <laughs> and, like, bro, like, there isn't. Once he puts it all together, there's no guarding him at all. He's like, what, 7'3", seven, 7'2"? Seven, and the fact that they just have him in their fucking toolbox. Like, all right, we'll just keep, we're, <laughs> we'll just keep going deep into the playoffs while this monster develops. And meanwhile, he's over here just getting all this experience, too, as a rookie. Yeah, yeah, I see, I see a ring within the next five years for him. So we got a lot of, uh, lot of people that go have a chance. Yeah. Because now, now we got to think about the Warriors, bro. These fools are coming back with a healthy Steph Clay. They got Draymond, Andrew Wiggins, and the number two pick. Yeah, they're going to be right in the mix <laughs> next season. Like, you want to talk... Like, imagine James Wiseman drops to the second pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. LaMelo Ball goes number one. Okay, cool. Now we got James Wiseman. Just play behind or with Draymond. Learn how to... You know what I mean? Get that aggressiveness in you. <laughs> Bruh, that's another, that's another team that could possibly... Multiple rings in the next five years. And that's like worst case scenario. That's if they don't package Wiggins in that number two pick for another superstar. They package Wiggins, their number two pick, throw in another couple pieces. And then you, you for Giannis. You you can get that. You can make that happen. Bro, that now now we talk about a real There ain't no point in the next five years. Y'all winning at least three out of the five. That team with Giannis instead of KD is is, is a better team. Is a better version of that team. <laughs> That's crazy to think about, bro. Imagine Giannis driving and his two kickout options are Steph and Clay. <laughs> or, or like Steph just pulls in the, de- the the defense out past the three-point line. And, oh, here's Giannis. 
right underneath the rim. <laughs> Lanky. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's scary, man. And then you telling me that he's not gonna develop a shot in in, in Golden State? Yeah, I think he will. Like, let this. <laughs> the minute this man develops a three pointer, like, bro, that's another player. It's it's done for in the league, man. <laughs> like, yeah, man. At that point, Giannis. Yeah, bro. At that point, Giannis on the Warriors. The only team I could see beating them is the is the Nuggets. Maybe the Lakers. Just off the. I mean, then it, it's like. I'm not even gonna say LeBron's getting old because people have been saying that for the past five years. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna just stop talking and, about LeBron's longevity and how long he can last because he's just gonna be around forever. <laughs> and it's crazy, bro. He 17 season and he's arguably the best player in the league. Yeah, I mean he he is the best player in the league right now. And it, it it's just like 17 season, a 35 year old should have won the MVP. Then you next year, 36. Bro, like honestly, I could see by the time he gets to 40, man, he could he could really still be a top 25, top 20, top 20. And that's crazy to think about cuz we saw Vince Carter. Yeah, just like <laughs> play till he was 42. Barring any devastating injury, which I don't think LeBron's like indestructible, so. Knock on wood, but yeah. But nah, man, we we got a yeah, we got a good finals ahead of us, man. I think it should be good, but my pick is the Lakers. I'm taking the heat, bro, but we both got him in seven, so, you know what I mean? It's going to be a fun, long series. We shall see. We shall see. We got plenty of episodes to talk about it as it progresses. Big facts, man. But, yeah, definitely, man. I'm happy we got this done. Yep. To all you listeners out there, appreciate y'all being patient with us. You know, everybody going through transitions in life right now. We're just trying to figure out how to get it set, but, you know, we back to getting on the weekly thing, so. Yes, sir. So, I mean... Uh, we do appreciate everybody for listening, and, you know, just stay tuned. You feel me? That's all I can say right now. I don't want to promise too much. I don't want to say too much. So, you know, just stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned, y'all. Well, on that note, it's your boy Ronnie. And I am Waleed, the other side of the coin, and we signing out.